We're back to the Neil Haley Show. My guest today is Lefty. He's from Legacy Filmmaker. Lefty, thanks for stopping by. How did you start your whole filmmaking career? How did that, when did that start for you? Um, it started about seven, eight years ago, but I was actually born into a family of entrepreneurs. Uh, they were in radio and television broadcasting for like almost 40 years. Kind of always had it in me. Um, but I like, you know, 2001, 2002 ish, when, when radio kind of started to take a turn for the worst, um, I didn't want to take that route. I was, uh, entering high school at the time, happened to find my love and interest for house music. And I became a DJ, which led me to, uh, become a music producer and then go off to actually like touring all over Canada, a couple places in the States and a couple places in Europe. And um, it wasn't until I met my wife, uh, again, also seven years ago, where I wanted to kind of just stay home more. And I didn't want to be on the road. I didn't want to be coming home at like nine, 10 o'clock in the morning anymore. And I just realized I needed to shift one creative to the other. Uh, we were getting married at the time. So we were also like selecting vendors for our wedding. And uh, my videographer just happened to tell me that Sony is releasing a new camera at the time. And he goes, if you know, you want to be able to be with the big guys, let's call it, but also give yourself an opportunity to learn and have a camera for the next, you know, seven to 10 years, you might as well just start off and buy this one that I'm recommending. So I did that. And uh, lo and behold, I'm here now. <laughs> so then that becomes filmmaker and you're award winning. How did, what did you get your award for filmmaking? Yeah. So I did, um, I did a project with Robert J. Moore, who's like, you know, a pretty successful entrepreneur. And he wanted to do kind of like an autobiography for, for himself through film. Um, and, and it was kind of like an interview style, primarily documentary, but we entered into a bunch of film festivals. We won uh, five, five times we won best feature I won best cinematographer and uh, his company also awarded me with a, a lifetime achievement award, which was really, really awesome. That's fantastic. That's a, that's an amazing uh, the just in seven years to where you're going in all this. And do you do a lot of other videography as well? Or are you focusing more on documentaries as your big thing you're doing? Yeah. So, you know, the cool thing is, is that, um, documentaries also allow you to kind of be creative and open up into different territories. So for example, um, you know, there, there's certain instances where you might not have home videos from like childhood or teenage years or photos or anything like that. So I I'm also opened to, well, at least my clients allow me to be opened enough to recreate certain scenes and, and create adaptations of like, how we felt a scene went down, uh, which really gives that additional extra flavor to the films that we create. Or some of my clients also don't really want to be the stars. They don't want to be interviewed and be in front of a camera. So they'll actually give me uh, their story in which I just create an adaptation out of. Um, and then of course, you know, they approve the scripts and whatnot, but we're, we're, we're pretty much dead on most of the time. See, and, and that's an interesting thing. I think it's a big thing. It's telling your story. 
Uh, I own a publishing company, Hollow Man Publishing, and uh, yeah. I look at it multiple businesses and where I'm in my career my, as an entrepreneur, but I look at specifically enough when you talk about stories, you can't tell your story unless you have something and, and, and putting it on, like I have all these VHS right now of my yeah. days in pro wrestling, the ones I was able to um, recover from uh, kind of a, a long story about recovering, but I recovered about seven or eight videos that I would want to probably put, create into a bio video. And you would be like that perfect candidate for that. And I'd like to do, I'm about to come back into the ring and maybe a documentary of following my progress and all that. Do you, pretty much are for your services. It depends. Do you have different models? Let's say if somebody wants to do a documentary, but they're going to raise the funds or do you help raise the funds and partner with them? It just depends on the project. Yeah, I think that, that great question. I mean, it really just depends on the project, right? Um, I mean, we, we obviously work on, on the scope of the project. I don't, uh, I don't do really anything like cookie cutter. I don't have like set packages for obvious reasons. Um, and, you know, there there are times where, depending on who I'm working with, they just self-fund the, the entire project or, or, you know, they do get some sort of sponsorship uh, money or they raise it or uh, the other option is, you know, collaborations. They'll bring other entrepreneurs on board in which they kind of have like a the same type of vision and mission. So they'll all kind of bring their expertise together. And that kind of allows everybody to kind of pool their resources together. Um, and and as, as well, the beauty about documentaries, right? It's not like, it's not like you have short form content where you're going to go to like a marketing agency and it's like, Hey, you got 30 days to pay me or like, we're not working together. Uh, well, so that's me. Sorry. That's me, yeah. but that's a marketing agency, but that's okay. But yeah, <laughs> I, I get it because you're seeing the long game. Like, yeah. let's just say this documentary gets sold, right? And it yeah. gets distribution. You're going to get paid really well longer term than just getting the shoot, right? So you see all those different things as opportunities for you, right? In collaboration, yeah. pricing, things like that. Because let's just say it's a great documentary. Like, look how the whole thing, production companies got the Netflix thing for wrestlers, right? Yeah. It, it didn't happen overnight that it was going to Netflix. Right. And I'm sure the production company got a good piece of the pie after words for this versus the beginning, because a lot of people don't have the ability to fund how expensive it is to do a documentary or do a docu series. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, you have to kind of be on a, you got to be a different level type of entrepreneur if you're going to do like a docu series because I mean, uh, you know, you're, you're you're talking like six figure, maybe even sometimes seven figure salaries or or uh, jobs in in that regards. Um, but you know, typically typically the entrepreneurs that come to me, you know, we're either doing short films or we're doing features. Any anywhere between fifteen minutes to two hours, depending on the project. But I know that I, I've noticed that like my sweet spot is like the 15 to 45 minute mark. So what kind of explain real quick, what a 15 to 45 minute mark would be like, how would that, like, what would, what, what kind of story would you put together to create for that? That would be something that would go on YouTube and stuff, telling their story, almost kind of like Gary V's bio video, Rich, which is about seven to eight minutes. Yeah. That's what some of these entrepreneurs want. Right in a way, like with all the, the, the glitz and glamor of you've seen Gary V's bio video. It's phenomenal. It tells his yeah. whole story 
and all these and and you and only someone could do and shoot something to create something that well. Yeah, and I mean it, it really stems down like when I when I go into any meeting, my you know, I have two types of people when I go into meetings, but to talk about the one type of individual, my first question always is where do you want this to go? Like where do you want this to live? What is the end result? Because if if I'm gonna, if the person turns around and says, "Oh, I want to be on a streaming platform," or or I want, you know, uh, some video on demand, or whatever the case might be, if they're looking at the larger picture, streaming platforms are not going to take a 15 minute film, right? So it really, it really depends. Like that, that's the first question I ask because if it's YouTube, that's a different story. We can work with like a 10 to 15, maybe even 20 minute film. But if somebody is looking for like a platform distribution, it's safe to give them something, you know, anywhere between 45 minutes and above. Are you looking ever to do feature films? If anyone asked you to direct or produce something? Always. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I just, that's, that's just, that's, that's going in my ear. You know, that's something that's good. That's why I reached out to you to have you on my show. So go figure I'm, uh, this is what happens with the media giant. He just comes up with something and says, Hmm, I got multiple ideas. Let me connect. Let's see. But I, there's so many people, especially authors I work with and now our publishing company, they're going to put the, make it into a movie. And this is where you can expand your whole horizon and people are willing to spend the money for it. Trust me. But it's, again, it's a huge thing because video tells stories. People think yeah. short form tells stories. It <laughs> just gives you a tease, bro. It's because we're playing yeah. the game. Yeah. But the long game, the stuff that people are going to invest, are going to invest in long form video. Bottom line. That's why YouTube's YouTube. You know, they put the shorts out there, but long form video is the way, way to go. If you don't, Forget about it. Where's the best place people can connect with you? I'm so glad to to meet you. And definitely we're going to create some collaborations together. But where can people go? Yeah, I mean, uh, first and foremost, if anybody wants to find me, it's on Facebook. That's like my main platform where I do all like my social posting. Uh, Lefteris Kutinas is the name. And it's the same exact name on YouTube. YouTube is my secondary platform where I'm pretty much putting out all my content. I've... Uh, I've actively ditched every single platform other than Facebook and YouTube. <laughs> hey, you know what? See, it, the, here's the thing. It's because it's so much work. You have a niche cut clientele. You just need to be able to have your platform as a marketer and get them there. You're not looking to go viral different places because they're not your customer. They're not yeah. going to be able to shell out the kind of money that your clientele base is. And right. I know who your ideal customer is. And uh, it looks like uh, I know a lot of those people. So I appreciate it, sir. Looking forward to some collaborations. I'd love to get you into the Hollywood scene down the line because of my connects. And I'd love to start making movies someday. And that's what, that's why I reached out to you. But I appreciate it, awesome. sir. And thanks for stopping by. Absolutely. All right. You're listening and watching The Neil Haley Show. We'll be back in just a moment.